0: Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing the secrets to how you can sell and close like an absolute boss. So I should probably start this episode by saying that everything I'm going to share with you um, has been learned from and created by my business partner in the Elite Closing Academy, Matt Elwell. So you can actually get advanced distinctions on this training in Matt's book titled Open With A Close. Um, you can get a free copy of that book at Elite Closing Academy. Dot com. That's EliteClosingAcademy.com. So um, what I'm sharing with you in this episode is effectively an overview of some of the most valuable strategies and techniques that I've learned from Matt when it comes to selling and closing. So first things first, um, and I think this is a, a fundamental principle, a foundation of being good at selling and closing, which of course, um, building an empire In order to build an empire, a successful business, you need to be able to sell and close, or at least you need people in your organisation to be able to sell and close on your behalf. So I think the mistake a lot of people make when it comes to sales conversations and closing conversations is that um, they're either trying to sell when people aren't ready to be sold to, or they're trying to serve and help people when they should be selling and closing. Um, Maybe you can relate to that. And so what Matt's created, which I think is brilliant, I think it's genius, um, is what he calls the prospecting journey. So I'm going to share this with you now. Um, It's four steps to take somebody, as Matt says, from cold to sold. Um, And so the prospecting journey really is the journey of taking someone, as I said, from cold to sold, and it starts off with, in my mind, it starts off with a serve. It starts off with serving people in some way, shape or form. Maybe um, I'm taking you on my prospecting journey in some way, shape or form by serving you and giving you great value and great content here on my podcast and by bringing great guests like Grant Cardone and David Goggins in. Um, and interviewing other experts, and sharing some of my experiences as I've built my business empire over the years. So it starts off with a serve. There's no charge for you to listen to this podcast. There's no charge for you to be a member of our Facebook group, our Facebook community. If you haven't already joined, you can go to Expert Empires Community in the Facebook search bar, and you can join it for free. You get a lot of um, free content, videos from me, Q&As, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And it also gives you the opportunity to connect with 5,000 plus other empire builders, people that may subscribe to the podcast or uh, or, or attend our events. So these are free resources. The reason I've created them is to serve our community. Um, the next step—that's the first step in the prospecting journey. The next step is to start to seed your products and services. So on the podcast, in the Facebook group, elsewhere where there's no charge, it's a serve. I'll often seed or reference Expert Empires events. I'll seed or reference Mastermind. I'll seed or reference other product services programs that we offer. I'm not like hard selling them. I'm just mentioning them occasionally. So that's a seed. The third step of the prospecting journey is then to sell. There's a time when somebody's been served and You've seeded products and services where they go. They'll, they'll take some kind of action and say, "Yeah, they'll put the hand in the air. I, I'm, I'm interested in your mastermind. I'm interested in coming to Expert Empires." At that point, we sell. We tell them, "Here's what we've got for you. Here's what it'll do. Here's what the investment is, and here's what you need to do next." So that's the third step, the sell step. And then finally. The fourth and final step of the prospecting journey is close. So it's to close the deal, get the money, get the thing done. And I think the reason why a lot of people struggle with the selling and closing process is that they're selling when they should be serving, or they're serving when they should be selling, or they're trying to sell when it's time to close, or they're closing when it's time to sell, and they they get it all muddled up. So, what I want to give you now, now giving you that overview, that frame, is what you can do to move somebody from one step of the prospecting journey to the next. So, um, when somebody is cold, they don't know anything about you, they don't know who you are, you've got to serve first. How do you do that? I've already given you a couple of examples. They could listen to a podcast, they could join your Facebook group, um, they could watch videos on YouTube they could download some kind of free uh, resource from your website. So as I already mentioned, you can get a free copy of Matt's book called Open With A Close at the website, which is EliteClosingAcademy.com. That's a serve. You can go buy the book um, on Amazon if you want to, but you can get a free copy on the website. So why would you not do that? That's a serve from me to you. Um, So You would serve when somebody is cold. They don't know you at all. The next phase we want them to move to is from being cold, we want to turn them into what we call a prospect. So somebody who is now aware of your products and services and programs. So how somebody becomes aware of your products and services and programs would be to seed them in the serve process. So as I said, you can mention, reference, the fact that you've got a live event coming up. You can reference the fact you've got a book like I just did with Matt's book. You could reference the fact that you've got um, a mastermind program or a coaching program or a mentorship or something like that. So you're just seeding throughout. Just when somebody's consumed some content of yours and now they become aware of your paid product services programs, now they're a prospect. So how we turn somebody into the next stage, which is a warm prospect. So you've got cold, you've got prospect, then you've got warm prospects. And how somebody becomes a warm prospect is now they are actually, metaphorically speaking, putting their hand in the air and saying, yes, I am interested in buying a ticket to your event. I am interested in joining your mastermind or finding out more about your coaching program. So when somebody says, yes, I'm interested, they're now a warm prospect. And then the critical step, a lot of people miss this out, the critical step to get somebody ready to be closed. And by the way, these four things I've covered sit alongside each other. So the four I started with, serve, seed, sell, close, sit alongside, cold, prospect, warm prospect, and then the final is hot qualified lead. And you only go into closing when somebody becomes a hot qualified lead. And the way they become a hot qualified lead, this I don't know anybody else that teaches or trains this other than Matt. The way that you become, or somebody becomes a hot qualified lead is when they've had a written proposal of some description. So in other words, either, um, let's say, when does somebody become a hot qualified lead to buy a ticket for Expert Empires? They become a hot qualified lead when they've been to the website and they've seen the ticket prices. Now they're a hot qualified lead because they're price aware, as well as saying, yes, I'm interested. They're on our list. They've now gone to the website and they're hot qualified leads. They're aware of the different ticket levels and the prices. Um, When somebody inquires about our mastermind program, they only become a hot qualified lead when they've had the brochure, which explains the different levels of mastermind, the different investment options that are available. And once somebody's had a written proposal, now they're ready to be closed. So you have to make sure that you take people through these pro this four-step process. And if you don't, the danger is that you end up having a sales conversation with somebody and trying to close them when they're not price aware. They've not had a written proposal. And so often what happens is that that conversation falls flat. You end up getting objections or stalls like, I need to think about it need to speak to my partner, now's not the right time, all of those things. Whereas if somebody's raised their hand, metaphorically speaking, not physically, um, raised their hand and said, yeah, I'm interested in finding out more about your coaching program, or I'm interested in finding out more about Mastermind, and then you've sent them a written proposal with all the information on it, now the next time you speak to them or one of your sales team speaks to them, it's now a closing Conversation. So, um, I, ha- I really wanted to cover that the prospecting journey, and I hope I've done it justice, of course, as it is Matt's content. Um, but I wanted to explain that prospecting journey because actually, a lot of the objection handling techniques, um, you-, you know, a lot of the closing questions, which I'm going to share with you in a minute, um, won't work if you're trying to sell to or close the wrong person or somebody that hasn't been qualified yet. They're not ready to be closed. Um, None of that will work unless you get the process right. Um, So summary, four stages. Stage number one um, is they are a cold lead and we need to serve them first. Stage two, they're a prospect. And at this point, we now need to start seeding products and services you've got available. Stage three, they're a warm prospect and now we can start selling to them by giving them a written proposal of some description. Maybe it's explaining features, benefits and investment on your website. Maybe it's sending them uh, a PDF document or a brochure or something like that. And then finally, they become a hot qualified lead when they've had that written proposal. So now you can move them to the final stage, which is to close. So, hopefully, now that prospecting journey makes some sense. Now, I want to move into um, probably one of the most valuable pieces of training I've ever had in the many years that I've been studying business growth and sales and marketing. One of the most valuable pieces of training I've ever had. Um, and again, this is from Matt, and it's covered in detail in his book, Open with a Close. You can get a copy for free at eliteclosingacademy.com. Um, and the piece of training I'm going to give you is around language. And I think typically, historically, we are wired as human beings to ask questions that are fundamentally flawed when it comes to getting a sales outcome. So um, when you ask a question like, um, I remember before I had this training, the question that I used to ask somebody to close them and get them over the line would be, are you ready to go ahead? And you might think that's a reasonable question to ask. Nothing wrong with it. The problem with asking, are you ready to go ahead? And by the way, there are a number of different examples I'll give you in a minute. The reason, are you ready to go ahead, is a terrible question to ask. Is because um, what happens in the human brain is that when somebody says, are you ready to go ahead? The human brain goes into fear. And when you go into fear, we're going to default to saying no. Um, Even if we want to go ahead, the simple, easy answer, it gives somebody an easy out. The easy answer is no or yes, but would be a soft no, if you like. So are you ready to go ahead? No. Or more likely, yeah, but I need to speak to my partner first. Yeah, but now's not the right time, like maybe next month, in a few months' time, whatever. So a question... Like, are you ready to go ahead? Is flawed because it puts the brain into fear and it leads people to either say no or yeah, but objection. And of course, there's a number of different types of questions that could fall into this category. So, any question that is a yes/no, or as Matt says, any question that brings no into play, is the way that he puts it, um, is a flawed question. It's not going to help you in a, especially in a sales or a closing environment. So. Are you ready to go ahead or can you do X or will you, would you, could you, might you? Any question that brings a yes, no um, is not going really to a very helpful question. So what should we do instead? So there are six types of questions you can ask that will avoid bringing no into play and give you far more likelihood of success. A much better chance of success. Um, they are what Matt calls five Ws under H. So the five Ws and a H are what, when, who, which, where, and how. So I'll give you a few examples. When would you like to start? What type of card would you like to use to pay? How could you find? the funds, the resources to purchase this product, service. Um, I've got this program or this program or this payment option or that payment option. Which one works best for you? These kind of questions using five W's and H. What, when, who, which, where and how take the person's brain out of fear and open the brain up to possibilities. So five, w, five W's and a H are incredibly powerful. i, I got to say, it, th- this one piece of training um, has been game-changing for me personally. Since I learned it, I mean, my, my sales results personally improved dramatically, but more importantly, um, when my sales team learned this, um, they tripled their sales results. We, we actually tripled our sales results at our events which was huge for us as a company across the board. The sales team, um, very quickly when we trained them on this, tripled their results. We started doing this in uh, back end of, when was it? Back end of 2017. Um, And it's not a coincidence that 2017 was the year that our business became a seven-figure business um, and has grown year on year since then and is now a multi-seven-figure business. And I do think a large part of that is down to learning and using this training that I'm giving you here in this episode, Um, 5Ws and H will give you far more likelihood of a closing conversation ending with money in the bank, client signed up, product sold, uh, versus a no or a more likely yes, but can't do it right now for this reason. Um, So 5Ws and H, really, really powerful. I wanted to wrap this by giving you a few examples of how I personally like to use um, the training uh, that I've explained so far. So I think um, there's a few tips. These are just a few of my favourite applications, if you like, of the training that I've given you here so far. So I think whenever you're doing a sales call or a closing call, maybe you know um, you do strategy calls to get people to enrol in your coaching, mentoring, consulting program, or maybe like a mastermind like we do. Um, always open the call with two things the first one is thank you so much for booking this call thank you so much for whatever action they've taken thank you so much for expressing an interest in mastermind whatever they've done thank them for it and then the purpose of today is x so for example when i start a strategy call and maybe you do strategy calls in your business When I do a strategy call, which is the step before somebody joins our mastermind, often if they're not coming through a live event, um, I'll start off by saying, thank you so much for booking the strategy call. Really appreciate you taking the time and for making an investment because they pay a 500 pound refundable deposit to have a strategy call with me. The purpose of the call is threefold. One is to get to know you and your business a bit better so that together we can create the ideal strategy to get you a great result in your business over the next 30, 60, 90 days. The second thing is to to give you the chance to ask any questions you might have for me about our Mastermind program, the various programs we've got. And then third and final is to, if it's a good fit, get you enrolled in Mastermind. So that's how I open the call. So I always open with thank you and here's the reason, or in that case, three reasons for the call. So I'm setting my stall out and saying, look, the purpose of the call is to do this, this, and this. And the final thing is to get you enrolled in the program. Um, it stops any weirdness occurring when you go from, like, I know a lot of people that do, you know, free coaching calls, for example. You do the free coaching call. You get to the end of the call and then you've got that weirdness like, okay, well, when do we start talking about money and when do we start talking about uh, about my ongoing coaching packages and and how much they cost and how they work and all that it's a bit funky, Whereas if you set your stall out at the start of the call and start the conversation, thank you for booking here's what we're going to do in this call, then it stops any of that weirdness um, so that's the first thing. second little tip for you um is actually something that again, I learned from Matt and and started applying and I noticed it had a great uh, a, a great impact not only. In my sales conversations but also just life in general um i I think you know i mentioned the five w's and the h and often somebody will ask "Well, how come why isn't one of those questions um and the reason that i don't really like why as a question is it feels quite um it, it feels like you're creating conflict between you and the other person so for example um if somebody gave you an objection um Well, I'll use our our business as an example. So let's say um, somebody's interested in going ahead with Mastermind, um, but they they say, you know, now's not the right time. If I go, why, that feels quite aggressive. Um, So I stopped using why, just took it out of my life completely and don't ask the question anymore. Um, And I adjust it for like, okay, so what's the biggest reason for that? which just softens it up completely and it feels less like you're creating conflict, less combative, less aggressive. So I think getting why out of sales and closing conversations, replacing it with um, what's your reason or um, for what purpose would be another way of asking that question. I I like to just say, what's the reason? What's the biggest reason? What's the strongest reason? I I like using that, seems to get good results. and, and by the way the five w's and h are really valuable even if you're not in selling and closing so like i could give you countless examples um especially when i've been hanging out with matt uh and we've you know let's say we've done this a few times we walk into a restaurant um, they're fully booked uh and they go you know we we haven't got any availability and, and we go great when could you possibly get us in um and they're like yeah, no, like, we just haven't got any space. You go, I know you haven't got any space, but if you could find some space, when could you possibly find it? And you'd be amazed how creative people get when you ask these questions because it fires up possibility, opens the brain up. Um, so it's not just about selling and closing. It's about being influential and getting um, outcomes that you want in many areas of your life. One of our Expert Empires team has used this very effectively in the dating scene. I won't name who that is, but done very, very well by asking open questions using five W's and H. Um, So really, this is applicable across the board. Um, Next thing I want to talk about is having a go-to question or set of questions, what I call the golden question or golden questions for closing. Um, because again, you know, I, I've spoken to many people, many clients of ours, who they really struggle with selling and closing. And that's like the biggest sticking point for them. And, and I think having go-to questions that you, they just roll off the tongue, they're natural. Um, you can deliver them with great tonality. Having them in the locker, uh, up your sleeve, if you like, just makes it way easier to sell and close. So um, I'll give you some examples. So my golden questions, there are three. Um, Whenever I'm uh, on a strategy call or having a conversation at an event with somebody who's interested in mastermind, remember, because we've used the prospecting journey, I'm only ever asking these questions to hot qualified leads. In other words, somebody that's been served, they've put their hand in the air and said, yes, I'm interested, and they've had a written proposal. So they're hot qualified lead. There are three questions that I ask. First one is, out of the three mastermind programs we've got available, which one? do you think is the best fit for you? That's my first question. And they go, six-figure mastermind. Sometimes they'll go, I'm not really sure. And I'll go, ask them a few more questions about business. I'll go, right, I personally think probably based on what you've told me, this one is the best fit. Great. Once we've agreed that, I can move on to question two, which is, so let's say six-figure mastermind is the one that's most appropriate for them. I say, right, we've got two payment options. You can pay a deposit of X, and then monthly payments of Y, or you can make one payment up front for the year of this, saving you this amount. Which payment option do you want to go for? So the, the question is, which payment option do you want to go for? That's my second golden question. They go, this one or that one. I go, great, fantastic. Finally, what card do you want to use to make that payment? That's my third. So, and, and I cannot stress enough. Um, I couldn't possibly add up in monetary terms how much money those three questions have made me. It's certainly seven figures in sales over the last few years. Um, so, like I said, I first learned this from Matt end of two thousand and seventeen. Um, yeah, we're well into seven figures in sales just of mastermind alone since then. Um, and these are the three questions that I've used. And of course, you can adapt these questions to your product, services, programs, in particular um, to to make them more appropriate and more specific to what you offer. I, I do think having options helps. So the fact that I've got three different levels of mastermind and I've got two payment options for each makes it easier to do this elegantly. Um, you know, so for example, if you only had one product and one price, you know, a, a question might be, how do you want to pay for that Visa or MasterCard? feels a little bit... uh, It's old school and a bit sleazy. I don't really like it. Whereas, you know, of the three questions that I use, which program's most appropriate for you? We've got this payment option, that payment option. Which one do you want to go for? And what card do you want to use? That they're really like... The feedback I get from people is that it feels very natural, elegant, non-salesy, non-pushy. And I think in the current climate and... Well, I say current climate, as in right now in 2020. But you know, I think I think the the days of slick and hard selling, working and being successful long term are gone. And so th- this approach just works way, way better. So I've got one final thing for you. Remember, all of this is covered in depth in advance, uh, uh or adv- in an advanced way, I should say, in Matt's best-selling book, Open with a Close, which you can get for free at eliteclosingacademy.com. Dot com. So final little tip for you, um, which is still related to 5Ws and H, and it's how do you go about getting referrals? So th- this is, um, I think, a massively untapped area of business for a lot of companies, a lot of people, um, because you know a lot, a lot of people get business via word of mouth by accident. And you know my advice is always to... If you're already getting referrals and introductions by accident, just imagine how many you'd get if you were being deliberate and strategic about it. Um, And if you are being deliberate and strategic about it, imagine how many more you'd get if you were asking the right questions to get more referrals. So I think referrals is a massive opportunity for everybody in business. Um, The question, if somebody is consciously and deliberately seeking referrals, the question they normally ask is, do you know anyone? who would benefit or or you think would be a good fit. And, you know, they might say yes, they might say no. But again, it it shuts the brain down, causes somebody to go for comfort first, which is normally a, no, I can't think of anyone right now. Whereas if you ask a who question, so um, again, you would only ask this to somebody who's a raving fan client, somebody that's um, probably going to recommend and refer anyway, who do you know that you think would benefit massively from this product, service, program, whatever it is you offer. Who else do you know that you think would be a great fit for working with us? And when you ask that question, of course, it opens up a completely different part of the brain which is creative and is looking for possibilities and it goes, yeah, who do I know? And it starts to go through all the people you know and go, would they be a good fit? So who do you know is a very, very powerful question when you're getting referrals. And again, I'd strongly advise anybody listening to this to... Um, have a deliberate strategic process for getting referrals and use the question, who do you know that would benefit or that would also benefit from this product, this service, this program? And I guarantee by using that question, you'll get a lot more referrals. Our sales team are trained to ask that question at the end of every call, no matter what the outcome. If the outcome is a, they're not going ahead for whatever reason, and look, with the best training in the world. Not everybody's gonna say yes and purchase your product or service, but if they don't, you go right. I, I get that it's not right for you right now. That's cool. Um, I'm curious. Who do you know that might be a good fit for us right now? Um, and often they'll get referrals even from people that aren't buying a ticket to our event. Even from people like let's say we're running an Expert Empires event. There's there's a bunch of people that would love to come, but they can't. They're on holiday or they've got other commitments. You go look. Cool. I understand. I'm curious. Who do you know that? isn't on holiday and wouldn't have other commitments that would really benefit from attending Expert Empires and they get introductions to other people and we get a a decent amount of sales just by asking that question. Costs us zero in marketing or advertising spend. It's just asking great questions. So if you found the content in this episode Useful, valuable, interesting. First of all, um, please spread the love. Tell your friends about it. Um, but I highly recommend you go to eliteclosingacademy.com, purchase Matt's book, Open with the Close, because um, you know I've given you a very short summary here in thirty minutes or whatever it's been of you know at a very high level of his core philosophy. But in that book, Open with the Close, he goes deep into um, what I've covered here. But there's many, many more pieces of training that I haven't covered on this episode that I think you'll get a lot of value from. So thanks for listening and see you soon. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.